Hello and welcome to the Working Tools Masonic Podcast, where today we will be interviewing most worshipful brother, Don McKenzie. Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all, welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our opinions and thoughts are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions, either here on YouTube or on our Facebook page. We'd also appreciate a thumbs up and especially any comments on our videos. Tools podcast. Today we're in our, have our usual hosts, Worshipful Brother Stephen Chung and Brother Connor Massey, of the who are both members of the Grand Lodge of British Columbia and the Yukon. And I'm Matt Apple from down here in Washington. And we have with us our special guest this evening, Most Worshipful Brother Don McKenzie, who has been Grand Master of British Columbia and the Yukon for about 48 hours now. Is that correct? Well, uh, congratulations, sir, and welcome. My pleasure to be here. We are so glad that you uh, have the time to spend it with us. Uh, it's an honor to have you on our podcast and uh, um, wanted to make sure that um, you got to get a message out. I, I'm sure uh, every uh, everyone um, that goes into your chair has a, has a distinct message for their year and we'd love to hear it and, and have it broadcast through our podcast and um uh, but you know, for your for your installation as most worshipful grandmaster, would I mean, tell us how that felt, like the experience, because we didn't get to see you this year. It was an amazing experience, as you can imagine. There was twenty seven people there. Usually, there's about five hundred and fifty people there, so the the whole installation ceremony had to be adapted. But it was adapted in the fashion that it still had lots of solemnity and dignity. So it was it was a great installation. I, I'll never forget it for the rest of my life. I mean, my first Grand Lodge was last year's when you were installed as Deputy Grand Master. And if I remember well, there was about 500 and so people there. Most of them were really hung over. So I imagine there was a lot less drunk people at your installation. Well, I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> I was too busy to look, to look around. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. And certainly a, a, a unique experience, I'm sure. Um, and so uh, going into your, into your uh, year as, as the most worshipful Grand Master, um, tell us, do you have any particular goals that you uh, want to share or, or, or messages that you want to get out or things you want to support? Well, I'd like to uh, come out of this pandemic even stronger than we went into it. Uh, we're very challenged. All the jurisdictions have the same challenge. Washington, I've talked to your grandmaster down there, Chris. I know him quite well. And uh, he's he's got some of the same challenges. Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, much the same. Uh, like we just have to uh, hopefully communicate with the brethren, keep them engaged until we can meet again. That's, that's, that's really what it is. 
and and you've done some uh, uh, a couple of cool things in that department. I, if memory serves me correctly, I seen an email not that long ago. You had uh, one of the lodges um, build a trestle board with uh, online meetings. Yes, that was uh, a worshipful brother Silvera out of Vancouver, and I asked him if he'd do it, and he just jumped at the chance. He thought it was a great idea. Wondered why he hadn't thought of it, and. Uh, so far, I think it's working quite well for these online meetings. It would be very nice for the Grand Line officers to be able to uh, scan a trestle board of some sort and just all of a sudden show up at one of their meetings. I think it would be wonderful. You know, good, yeah, for, us, it, good for us as well because we're feeling kind of tied tied back right now where we can't do what we should be doing. Yeah, it's the it's the new age of traveling. Being the new traveling man is now jumping on your computer and, and being anywhere. Uh, the really cool thing is, is like uh, in Washington, they have a, a District 8 round table on Thursday nights, which is much more like, uh, much uh, along the lines of our more light night um, piece of education and then open discussion about it. And so I've met brethren there. And then, you know, I never get to go to Creston because it's a five and a half hour drive. Well, I've been meeting brethren up there and, uh, Funny enough, so of other brethren that I've seen around the province popping in on all these different ones. And so I, I can attribute that to your, your trestle board idea there. I think that's great. We'll make sure that we um, get David to punch up the right address for that and well, uh, links for uh, when we publish podcast. I can That'd be wonderful that. if you could. That'd be wonderful. I, I can say that I've probably traveled the farthest from my from my desk chair. I've, I've attended this... Um, What's it called? Um, Victory Lodge, I think. It, that is a an entirely virtual lodge based out of the United Grand Lodge of Victoria in Australia. Never, I have to go. It, it starts Lodge. at 1 a.m. in the morning, but it's, it's worth it. Yeah, it's Endeavor Lodge, isn't it? Endeavor, yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I, knew, I knew that it was involved with a ship. <laughs> well, and you know, wasn't that really a cool experience being able to visit people from somewhere else that you would not otherwise have the chance? Absolutely. You know? uh, I mean, uh, I, I know that uh, Zoom is something new for a lot of the brethren, uh, as I've helped several of them get on to several different meetings and whatnot. And, uh, uh, but once they're on it, uh, I tell you, the brethren are really adapting well to using Zoom. And, uh, and I think that's uh, a great thing for our, our fraternity because I know that during these times uh, we're all missing the, the fraternal aspect of visiting and um, you know though we can do a socially distant regular meeting uh, we can't have visitors and uh, we can't do degree work so you know it, it, we're missing that that fraternal aspect and this really is filling that void right now for a lot of Masons everywhere um, so I think the, uh, the, the Grand Lodge has done a great job at implementing Zoom uh, throughout the, the uh, chain of, of uh, everybody who needs to communicate. So uh, I look forward to seeing more out of the Grand Lodge. I, I, uh, I'm hoping that, um, you know, uh, we can delve right into all that education that Trevor has on, on the websites and see a lot more education coming through uh, with the use of Zoom now. Um, I, I'm, that's what I'm hoping for, because there's a lot of really good material out there. The 9 o'clock toast uh, that uh, 
looks after that uh, trestle board. I said some very good education meeting down there. Uh, we had one one that was, uh, I think it was not over 90 people on it, and a very good presentation. It was about an hour and 20 minutes. It was fantastic, fantastic presentation. Fantastic. Um, and how are, is there anything special and new and exciting uh, technology-wise that, that you're going to implement in your year here that we can look forward to uh, most wishful? Well, I don't know about that, but we've already been using Zoom a tremendous amount. As a matter of fact, one of the first hurdles that I came upon was uh, the district deputy training session that's usually held in April. Uh, we couldn't do that this year. So we got together and we put on a two-day course for the incoming district deputies, and it was very well received. I think we had 100% attendance. Yes. And uh, uh, the technology committee assisted with that and did a fantastic job. Chris did a great job. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed that. I actually, I could have just sat in the background and, and enjoyed all that education and all that training you were giving all those guys, but I knew mm -hmm. it wasn't for me, so I faded out after everybody got on. Uh, one of the uh, neatest yeah. things, Chris, one of the neatest things, Chris, was uh, uh, that the presenters had 100% concentration on the presenters. You know, it was 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 really good and if somebody needed to go up and get a cup of coffee they did that and come back and, and we had a open line session at the end and the, everyone got to know themselves and we've since then we've had uh monthly district deputy meetings excellent. so it's been, uh, it's been excellent that way uh one other uh, use of the new technology is we had a uh an online session for the incoming Grand Directors of Ceremonies and Marshals, but yeah. not, just for, not just for this upcoming year, two years in advance. So we've got the next three years working together to make uh, That's sure that we've got protocol within the lodges. Uh, yes. Well, they're working as a, a, a team now, having on, online meetings themselves. It's, it's great. It's all good stuff. Excellent. So do you foresee this change in the way we, we do some of these business things do you foresee that being permanent? Do you think that, that a lot of lodges will, will keep those meetings? Or do you think basically once the, the coast is clear, everyone's going to switch back to the way things used to be? I don't know. I think, I think if nothing else, it would be fantastic for the district deputies to be able to get together and work on things together. Um, our last Board of General Paris meeting that we had was 100% on Zoom. And that was the first time that was ever done. I've done lots of first things, first time things this year. And I'll bet your attendance was uh, a lot better too. It was pretty good, yeah. I forget what the numbers were, but it was uh, was was lots of people on there. Lots yeah, because sometimes guys can't travel for those uh, uh, BLGP meetings you guys have, and uh, and I imagine this enables them to to get there much easier. Especially from the island and up in the interior, you know, it, it worked really well. Really awesome. Now, yeah, so for, for those who don't know, uh, the Grand Master of British Columbia and Yukon has this really special ability where he can just walk from Vic, from Vancouver Island to the mainland. He doesn't have to, <laughs> he doesn't have to use the, the ferries. Uh, that's just for his year. As soon as he becomes the immediate past Grand Master, he has to start using the ferries again. But that's, that's a benefit of the job. But for, for everyone else, we, we have to use this wonderful ferry system to get from the mainland to Vancouver Island where I live uh, and back back again so 
it does uh, make things a little bit tricky when I would imagine too. To uh, so, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, people here in Washington like to complain about the lodges being far apart, and I mean, frankly, we got nothing on British Columbia and Yukon. There are some big distances involved in, in between some of those places, and I can imagine that just having the ability to do this is uh, lets you maintain some of those connections that that otherwise would fall aside. Yeah, we haven't really got into that that much, Matt. At this point, that's why that trestle board is so important. I think yeah, very good to, for us to reach out to the guys in the north and and just be there. Yeah, we should. Uh, I got to get my more light night uh, that Prince Charles and St. George's Lodge do. Uh, we've now put that on Zoom on, on a regular thing, so I'll get that added to that trestle board. And um, uh, I look forward to hopefully seeing continuance of those types of things. Um, and as a side note for you, most worshipful. Uh, I also remember in an email recently that um, uh, the Grand Line was still missing the social aspect. And if we were having any socially distant barbecues or things like that, we were to let them know. And on July 25th, <laughs> uh, Prince Charles Lodge is having the Worshipful Masters socially distanced barbecue in Peachland, or pardon me, uh, pardon me, in West Kelowna uh, at the bottom of the hill there, Pritchard Park. And I'll send you the details on that. Uh, and, and, of course, it, it's by invite only, and, and you have one. Okay. Do you also do me a favor, Stephen, and that's uh, send it to the Grand Secretary because he's keeping a list of them, okay? Yes, okay. So. To, uh, to GLO at Freemasonry? Free yeah, yeah, okay. Perfect. I'll do that. I'll make sure that happens. Oh, I, was, um, I was about to say, the Grand Secretary is about to bust down your door and strangle you here. <laughs> Yeah, the the official invite will go that way. Uh, that, that, that's great, Stephen. Yes. Um, so uh, what about, so any message you want to convey to uh, the listeners of our podcast uh, in particular, Don? Well, I don't have a theme this year because uh, when we started our multi-year plan, we agreed not to have themes. Uh, last year, the Grandmaster had his, uh, you'll never walk alone. It's just a catchphrase, sir. And uh, that was very successful. I thought of one for my year, and the only thing I could come up was with is uh, improvise, adapt, and overcome. And I think that's pretty much is going to sum up what our year is about. I think that's so also the unofficial motto of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, you know, the last couple of months we've been improvising and adapting, but uh, I'm going to count on all the brethren for their help in overcoming all these problems that we have. Like I said, I'd like to come out of this uh, pandemic stronger than we went in. I know it's a wishful thought, but all in all, I think uh, possibly what some of the public has gone through this last three months should improve masonry. I, I would you know, imagine. Like I think People are getting back to their roots a little more. They're learning how to cook again <laughs> rather than go out for dinner all the time. And I think uh, some of it should be good for us. Yeah, I, I know it's been great for me. My wife hasn't cooked so much in the last decade as she has since COVID, right? So <laughs> it's working good for me. Um, I was home by myself. I was self-isolating for two months. My wife was caught down in the States after they closed the border because her mother was in Washington. 
and uh, we were down there moving her. And uh, I came home, and my wife didn't want to come home and self-isolate. So I was here by myself, and she was <laughs> helping her mother move into her new place. And uh, <clears throat> so I didn't cook so much in my life either. So. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing the things you remember how to cook, eh? Like, oh, yeah. Shepherd's pie. Uh, I was getting real good at that one. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. You use, you use beef or lamb? Uh, well, some depends on who because, I'm feeding. Because shepherd's pie is only shepherd's pie if it's with lamb. Otherwise, if it's with beef, it's cottage pie. Well, see, that depends on who's coming over. <laughs> ah, so when I come over, it'll be like, it. yeah. <laughs> if I ever come over, it'll be like whatever the cheapest meat you can find is. No, it? no, I'll get lamb for you, buddy. I'll get lamb. Ah, good, good. Is there a horse herd's pie? Is that a thing? <laughs> Make the Irishman, the Irishman in me happy. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> so I, I understand, Don, that um, that the the Grand Lodge had come up with a great plan and had all the district deputies uh, and everybody else installed in their respective areas and and whatnot. Um, you want to tell us how how that was that was I think fantastically planned. Uh, kudos to Grand Lodge for figuring that out. Well, the way it worked was if there was a, a, a district deputy or a steward or what have you in a district, they would be installed there on the following day past when we got installed on the 19th. And I've had some good uh, messages from some of the district deputies. It was a very thought out ceremony, small of course, but it didn't require a bunch of brethren coming to the lodge where it would be possibly dangerous. So as uh, Connor said yesterday, I think there was 17 in, uh, in Nanaimo when we were there, but it was still a very meaningful ceremony. I thought it was quite well done. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was a, a well-executed uh, plan that uh, Karsten enlightened me, and it was like, yeah, well done, well done. I'm, I'm glad that they figured out how to do it for everybody and uh, and those who couldn't get it done uh have the uh opportunity to be installed at a later date anyway so well what our game was is to be ready to hit the ground running if and when they relax some of these restrictions honestly so we're ready to hit the ground running so that we're in good shape compared to some of the other jurisdictions on the yeah. topic of um of of the meeting that we had yesterday i think i'm lucky if 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 uh, Worshipful Brother Chung got a chance to go to the district deputy's installation in his district. I'm not sure. Did you? I had the opportunity, but my wife had made sure that I was out of town camping. Wow. And, uh, and because uh, they could install me at a later date, uh, I, I, uh, I guess we'll look forward to that as soon as we can all get back together in, in normal format. Well, then I, I think I am lucky being the only one here other than the author who got to experience um, our Most Worshipful Grandmaster's uh, address, which was read out by our District Deputy Grandmaster. And uh, I mean, I've only heard a few addresses, so by no means am I an expert on the field, but I thought that it was absolutely perfect. It was exactly on point, in my opinion, for what, for what our jurisdiction needed. And I, I really wanted to commend the Grandmaster for writing that. That was beautifully done. Thank you. And it, it definitely talked about the future of, of masonry and, and overcoming, adapting. And what, what was the full slogan that you're using? Improvise, adapt, and overcome. There you go. I, I thought that was very much, much on, on cue. 
So just uh, for those of us south of the border who, who aren't sure, um, you're the, so the Grand Lodge communication was, was Friday of last week, or Friday two days ago, correct? Correct. Yep. So did you guys, did you have a whole lot of voting on resolutions and that sort of stuff, or did you just sort of bare bones? What we did, um, uh, Matt, was we installed the principal officers, we accepted the, the budget, passed the budget, and we had to have an election for uh, a new grand treasurer, which was already done. It was sort of by acclamation. And uh, the vote for the, the new junior grand warden. Well, the vote was a, a paper ballot that was mailed out mm. quite a while back. And it came in and they did the, the votes. And this year here, Right Worshipful Brother Mark Forrester, who used to be our grand treasurer, became our new, new junior grand warden. So it looks yeah, like that. His mother lodge is Prince Charles Lodge. That's where, yes, and, that, and that's a first for Prince Charles Lodge to have a member in the grand line of uh, BC and Yukon. So we're, we're quite proud of that. Now, I'm probably mistaken here, but I don't think Henderson Lodge has had a grand line officer since Most Worshipful Brother Henderson himself. Probably mistaken. But I know that Asher Lodge has had three and soon to be four grandmasters from our lodge. And, and where's your mother lodge there, Don? My, my mother lodge is Prince David Lodge 101 in Maple Ridge. Nice. We do ancient work there, which is Matt's work, basically. <laughs> I think all four of us do ancient work here. Yep. yep. Is there any other? No. <laughs> no. There's that funny stuff here we go and listen to at St. George's, but, you know. <laughs> the dark side is Philip Durrell says. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> don't, don't tell my mother lodge. It'll be fine. Um, I, I can't remember who told me the joke, but at one point it was almost entirely agent workers on Grand Line. I think there was one person who was an emulation work, and any time there was anything going on, it was like, ah, it's an agent thing. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Most people don't even know what ancient work is, you know, especially when you start talking to guys in Alberta uh, and other parts of Canada, they, they haven't even heard of it. Well, a lot of it's very close to the York rate, I think, in Alberta. Right, right. So we talk, go ahead there, Matt. Oh, I'm just going to say, Most Worshipful, do you have a, um, are there any events that are on your calendar that you're hoping don't don't get canceled here in the near future? Do you have any big, uh, big events coming up? Well, just uh, usually we go to Granite Falls. Yep, yep. At this point, we can't get across the border. So, like, we are definitely in uncharted territory. We've got Barkerville coming up, and I believe it's canceled. Yeah, that, I, I was going to ask that. Was Barkerville still happening? Uh, I not. I haven't got a notice officially, but I was talking to some, uh, some, some of the brethren online, and they said it's canceled because it wouldn't be able to uh, have the church service or the meeting in the lodge room because it's quite small. Um, I'm just on, on the website here. Uh, I was trying to find your your calendar, but I found a copy of your of your um, your address. Would it be uh, agreeable with you if we had a link to your address in the in the uh, dis uh, description below? Sure, awesome. Because okay. I, I thought it was a beautifully written address. Uh, and one thing that we would also uh, like is if you could email us a, a headshot or, or a post shot for uh, uh, for the. Um, places where we can put in the visual for you. Okay. I've got a, 
I've got to get a new picture done for the Grand Lodge office. Maybe I could send that one. Would you need it by, Stephen? Um, anytime in the next week or two. Um, David's uh, obviously not feeling well, and uh, he'll edit this probably sometime in the next week or two. So I can do that. Excellent. That'd be great. Just uh, to the to the Working Tools uh, Gmail account. It's great. Okay. Right. And then everybody gets access to that. Right. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so other than, other than, what am I trying to say? Do you feel like the education up, what am I trying to say? When, when we return to lodge, <laughs> let's go that way. Do you feel that the, the lodges will be different? Will it be more educational? Will people be, have chucked the education entirely to online and, and be more, everything will be fraternal relationships is how do you foresee us coming out of this? I don't think that would happen, Matt. You know, I think uh, people like to see the education portion done live. Uh, but, it, but it is really good for some of the brethren that uh, maybe are confined to the house or a long ways from the lodge and can't drive anymore at night, whatever. I think it should be a combination of both. Yeah, I kind of, my personal opinion is I kind of feel like, for my lodge at least, if we come out of this and we go back to where we were when we went into it, that I kind of feel like we've lost an opportunity there. We've, we've had an opportunity here to, to figure out what we think is important and concentrate on that. And, and I, I'm afraid that the force of gravity is going to draw us back in and we're all going to end up doing the same thing over again. And uh, I'd hate to have that happen. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I think that would be a crying shame if, if that happened. Um, you know, there's been discussions in, in our more light night um, organizing meetings as to whether or not, uh, you know, what it's going to look like if we did get back together. And, and there was a lot of guys who, who, who agreed with the, you know, the, the personal round, uh, round table conversation that we have in our library when we're having these education meetings. That, you know, you're, that live and in-person communication uh, is really desired. So we're going to go back to that for sure. And uh, my, it's my hope that the, the best of the online education components that have arisen from this pandemic uh, will survive and become uh, a regular thing online. Uh, I, know that it, I know that not everybody will be able to because they will go back to some uh, uh, of their other schedule, previously scheduled things and which will take away from the ability to be online. So uh, I think it's going to be very interesting, and, and I think that uh, those who, who build up a good following now and have good quality content uh, will, will come out of this uh, with uh, uh, the good online component and will uh, gain from that in our, in our personal interactions when we're back that way. What I've noticed as a personal note is uh, a lot of times for some of these education nights, they're un untitled meetings. I think we're going to get some members membership out of some of those meetings with people bringing their friends in. And I think that would be a shame to lose too. Uh, we should encourage some of those meetings. Like a Grand Masonic Day would work wonderful on mm -hmm. on Zoom. Mm -hmm. That's a brilliant yes. idea. I was on a meeting with the uh, deputies and the Grand Masters of the West Coast here. And... Uh, 
Grand Lodge of California had had one meeting with 950 people on a Zoom meeting. <laughs> wow! Yeah, for an education. That's that, that, that's quite the meeting to moderate, eh, Matt? <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a lot of people in there. I guess, I guess, uh, in some formats, they just mute everybody and then have everybody raise their hands and uh, kind of like they did on that uh, education for the DDGMs, so raise your hand and we'll and we'll take the questions one at a time, kind of thing. Um, but it, it, isn't it amazing that that's a lot of people? Boy, else? Uh, wow. But that's uh, we're going to try to the, the Grand Line officers are going to try to do some things to, to keep us all together too. Like if it if by some chance we got the second wave of this, maybe we could attend a barbecue such as yours. And at least get out there and meet the brothers. You know, right. and I think that it's incumbent upon us to do things like that. We got to think outside the box and make it work. Yeah, most definitely. And on that note, uh, we're sort of running short on time. Uh, as you said, we're going to have to uh, improvise, adapt, and overcome and, and, and make this work. And this fraternity, and my, I'll put my two cents in, has survived for 300 years so far. I, I'm hoping we can make it through this after all the calamities that we've, uh, we've survived through. Correct. But, uh, well, on behalf of uh, Worship Brother Stephen Chung and, and Connor Massey and myself, thank you very much, very much Most Worshipful, for, for coming on the show. And uh, if you have any any Parting thoughts or anything you'd like to say before we go out? Yes, the only one I would have is uh, I, I relish the time when we can all get back to the norms of just a couple of months ago, when we can get to our main job, and that's making new freemasons. And I'd just like to leave you with that thought and how wonderful it'll, it'll be when we get back there. Well, thank you, Most Worshipful Sir, and thank you all for listening to the Working Tools Masonic Podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye.